Hello everybody and welcome back to the Land of Vienna Suite podcast episode 117. My name is Will Jones, joining me tonight as ever it's Mr Chris Manning. Hello Chris. Good evening Will, how are you doing? I'm very good thank you, I'm sure you've missed me so much. <laughs> it's, it's the world of Bolton Wanderers mate, everyone gets to know everything that goes on clearly. Oh no wait a minute, we don't know anything do no, we? No, absolutely so, no, nothing. I'm looking forward to, to being caught up and get back in the loop tonight with this Episode 117. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to provide you some, some cutting edge information. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, also on the show tonight, as a regular, it's Mr. Tom Jenkins. Hello, Tom. Hello, Will. How are we, mate? I'm not so bad. It's like we've never been away, hasn't it? It's not even slightly, mate. I mean, oh, like I said, what was it? <clears throat> the last time you and I spoke was with Nicky Hunt. Yeah. Is it a much more depressing topics tonight? Uh, that was a great. That was yeah, a great it's... podcast, by the way, lads. I really enjoyed. it. Uh, listening to that. Oh, I appreciate that, Chris. Yeah, uh, I'm, job. Chris, you've never complimented me once. What's going on? I was talking to Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I'm sure you... Obviously. <laughs> well, as, and we're back. As I'm sure you can appreciate, ladies and gentlemen, as ever, where Nicky Hilton's concert and everything's downhill from there, um, as you can inevitably expect, this is going to be not the brightest of podcasts. I'm not sure if you're ready, but we're just gonna we're just going to crack on. Um, boys, what what what's going on? Do we do we know what 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 is the point in existing anymore? I, I, Chris, do you want to just sort of ramble on about sure. what what's happened since the May? Is, the, the, the point is, we well, there is no point at the minute. We don't know what's happening. There's only well, however many days, five days until the supposed first game of the season. By the time this podcast comes out, we may well know whether that's going to happen or not. Um, obviously, the super fans have been out and bought the tickets, so that's really good. They can always crow about that for until the end of the world. But most troublingly of all, we're still in the same boat with the lack of preparation in the squad. We're still stuck. And I mean almost literally stuck with a manager that you know a reasonable proportion of the fan base either don't want or are not prepared to give a second chance to. And a squad of players which is barely barely a squad in any, in any way whatsoever. So the future of the club I'm less bothered about because that will get sorted out one way or the other. It's the, the the fact that by the time Wickham comes around, and by the fact I've just up twenty quid and to win at seven to one, there's every chance that that game could be. It could go one of two ways. We could either band together, the lads we put out on the park could come all all together, despite all the adversity, and most importantly, given the absence of half of the losers that let us down so badly last season, they could come up and they could surprise everyone and get a victory. Now, I appreciate that, that is is well and truly in the realms of fantasy. Alternatively, we could get absolutely battered and start the season off in, in the way that it may well continue. Minus 12 could be something that we stay on for a long while. I just think that we need to get the football things, uh, football side of the things sorted out. Tickets, the, the logistics of all that sort of thing, we know it's not going to be sorted out anytime soon. But it just is on an, an ever-growing and, and ridiculously long list of things we've got to do. Um, I just think it's dead exciting. <laughs> it's, who knows what's going to happen? It's, it's certainly never boring supporting this club, is it? No, it's like I, I thought when summer came around, I was like, oh, here we go, three months of absolutely nothing happening. And it's literally just like the season's gone through all of it without football. You know, every day that comes to any conclusion as such. But it's just like being in, in that football. Nice. Uh, I know we had that with the World Cup last year, but to have sort of Bolton as a as a constant all the way through is quite nice for once actually. So um, yeah, Tom, how, how have you found it as a, as a sort of summary of, of events? How how, how uh, depressed have you, have you got? Thoroughly. Um, 
I think, I think what was it? As you say, you know, around about this time last year, we were on the back of the World Cup, uh, which was fantastic. And this year, it's just been a summer of toil and trouble. And it, as it has been, you know, since you know the Anderson regime took over, we've had peaks and troughs, really great highs, and this is the lowest of lows. But it, it, what what I think stands out more than anything else is we've gone from perhaps too much information being given away to absolutely no information being given away. And I think and the level of speculation has been ridiculous. There's been, you know, talk of it being done and then it's obviously not been done. You know, sources from all over Twitter or all over everywhere, you know, giving false information that, and the administrators coming out and giving completely nothing statements and almost sounding completely desperate for it to be rid of the situation as much as we are. It, it sounds as though it's the kind of thing where not everyone wants it to be finished, but nobody has any idea how to finish it. And what, what, what irritates me the most is the fact that we had this opportunity for a real fresh start, a real, you know, there could be a feel-good factor around the club after such an awful, awful season, an awful regime. And instead, whatever happens, whether the deal gets done tomorrow or whenever, they're going to be starting on the back foot massively. They've kept a manager that no one particularly wants. They've not got a, a plan in place to be able to get a squad together that looks like it's going to be competitive. And because it's taken so long, all the goodwill that is that could have gone into this new regime has completely dissipated and they've ruined an opportunity for a really good fresh start. Yeah, it is just putting the it is just putting that fresh start off. I mean, it, it could be by six months, it could be by a year, you know, and we and we look to have that we look to almost everyone mutually agree to write this forthcoming season off, given the the dramas of the last couple of weeks especially. And and almost look towards the season after that I mean granted we may well be in a league lower than, than we will find ourselves on Saturday but you know I think that the fresh start is definitely still there there's just a question about when I just don't think this had to happen that's the thing we we, do, we shouldn't be talking about having to write this season off if, if, if things had been done properly I, I don't feel as though things have been done properly and as, a, and as a result we're talking about writing this season off when actually we could have had a, a, real, a real go this year had people pulled their finger out Absolutely. I mean, I think when we were talking about this stuff back in May, you know, particularly us, Tom, like off the back of that Nicky Hunt podcast, and I know we only touched on it very briefly then, but you would have thought that at that point in the year, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, we've still got plenty of time. You know, everyone was like, there's no excuses of it not getting done now. And I think even now, somebody said to me, you know, earlier today, I think we're just seven weeks down the line even now from them, from heads of terms being agreed. You know, which just seems absolutely daft. You know, it, it, it it's as if it's just been rambling on and on and on. And I, I think the the lack of clarity in particular hasn't helped because, like you say, we were fed too much information by the Andersons. And now, despite the promises for, somewhat from the administrators, you know, that there'd be, you know, constant contact and, and regular updates that there the quite clearly hasn't been. And when there has, it, it's, it's not really been particularly, um, you know, anything of any interest really and it's just not really developed as a result of that and it just seems like nobody's really been getting a move on in the in the in the consortium that has supposedly taken us over and it's just winding everyone up at this point isn't it really and it was interesting uh, i thought how, how the, the administrators were even in touch at the start you know with, with the website such as yeah. ourselves with the you know a promise of close contact yeah granted they had a conversation with them that they asked to keep quiet on which we did but that, as far as I'm aware, that's not been followed up by anything. Yeah. You know, and 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 I'm not saying that you know anyone with any sort of website deserves to know or anything like that. Mm. But it's certainly not the the way to sort of keep people on board by inviting in almost this kind of access to that inner circle and then just forgetting about it. 
Yeah, boys, can I just interrupt very quickly? As a, a, a sods law, uh, we've literally just received the, st- the EFL statement regarding our opening game of the season against Wickham Wanderers. Uh, I'll read it out very quickly as follows, just just to summarise. EFL Bob was appraised in, in, posi- <laughs> in, in the position regarding the outs. The outstanding information requested in respect of ongoing matters at Bolton. The board has fully considered the club's further submissions. It's satisfied that they're sufficient to meet the requirements of the league, subject to formal do- documentation. As a result, the FL board has opted not to suspend the opening day of the fixture, and it will remain uh, as originally scheduled on Saturday, the 3rd of August, at 3 o'clock. Initial reactions? Are we pleased? Are we not? I can't wait to go. It's going to be such a great day. <laughs> We've got one player. Have you read the second half of the statement? Barry not quite as lucky as us. Barry's game. Oh, I've only, I've only just seen that. No, mm. oh, so, not 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 so, awful, not so good. Pardon? It's awful, isn't it? The, the the fact that it's two clubs in such close proximity going down going down the Swanee, and the fact that is, and I think I understand. You know, because what was it? Andy Holt said in the week about you know how we've been shown leniency, and of course we don't feel that way because the EFL seem to have, have left us to rot somewhat. But we have been shown a fair amount of leniency in comparison to Barry. They they have not been given any kind of opportunity to get themselves in order. No, that's it. I, I, it's, it's it's a depressing situation all around, and it's very, it's very sad for them. I've a lot of mates who support Barry, and to see them in that situation is forty nine percent hilarious and fifty one percent terrible, obviously. And, and it, it is so it could easily so have been us, you know. So I think that yeah, that's absolutely. something that we don't take. We don't take lightly, but no, that's that's really good for Wanderers because obviously we need to get this shit show on the road, uh, and the only way to do that is to is to win football matches and to take mm-hmm. part and see and see how things go. I can only assume then that the news they've been given is is positive enough. I was going to say that that must get... be a bit of a hint, you know, that things are progressing nicely. It must be. And... It, it, it must be, and, and hopefully t- tomorrow is the day we can all we can all put this to bed and, and start to look forward to the football taking taking shape. What the team will look like on that first day is obviously another matter altogether. But it, you know, that's a really positive step. So, so hopefully that means things are moving in the right direction. Of course. I agree with you, though, Chris. I think that makes it look a bit more exciting now. Hmm. Absolutely. Now, you know, it, it could be the, the most, the, the sort of greatest summer in Wanderers history. But it's just going to be compressed into five days. Yeah. So you don't have to. You don't have to wait weeks in between for transfers and movements and things like that. No, absolutely. It seems like it's all going to happen very, very quickly, doesn't it? And I, I think. Now, if ever, you know, we've now got a bit of hope. I think everyone was sort of wondering whether or not it was ever going to happen, and and you know how long it was going to ramble on for, and it could quite well have done had had that news been different just then. So, you've you've obviously got to take that as a positive step, and it's about as close as we've been since since it all sort of came came to light, hasn't it? Really, um, perhaps apart from go on. Sorry, mate. I wonder whether this will mean that we're going to hear about the. Uh... The Brentford situation now because they've got that issue. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd sooner hear about that than just have it hanging over our heads like a sword of Damocles. Though, if we are going to get another three points taken off us, then so be it. But I just like to know at this point. Definitely, definitely. And also, I'd like to put on record that anything I said about football ventures negatively in the last five minutes was complete and utter rubbish, and I fully support all their mm-hmm. plans. Well, <laughs> time to time now, isn't it? They've got this. They've got this. Uh, they've got this little window of opportunity to get things sorted. Let, let's hope they don't piss around and just get on with it now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, that's changed the, the the tune of this podcast, I guess, hasn't it? I think we were all starting off on a very sour note, and that we just thought we'd be going through and and sort of boring you all to death about that. And I think now, if anything, we've just we could actually start to talk a little bit more about football. What we've we've got to look forward to and. 
And uh, yeah, you know whether or not this season's even going to be worth. You know, even though we're not necessarily now writing it off, whether it still will be the case. You know, how long we'll be stuck on these minus twelve points? You got to consider how quickly the, the squad will be sorted, and whether or not we'll be prepared for Saturday as we perhaps should be. You know, it, it's still very much possible. I'm guessing that that it, it could still be called off by ourselves. Um, I'm not sure as the as to what how likely that is. I'm hoping obviously that that won't be necessary. But you've got to think that you know we've got to got, we've got to be able to put a reasonable squad together. You know, get these names registered and and at least just feel the team come three o'clock. Um, I remember Portsmouth when they came out of when they did their their issues with administration. They they signed I think it was eight nine or ten one month loan deals mm. the day before the window window shut. So I fully expect us to do something very similar. You know, they'd be they'd be stupid not to have enough players lined up in the background. And yeah, they won't have much time to train together and they won't have much time to, to learn how to, how to play one another but I would imagine you could pick 10 people off the street and they'd make a better fist of it than last season <laughs> yeah I mean I'm, that, I'm, not I'm not especially concerned about the lack of preparation time it's a long season they can get to know each other as, t- as time goes on mm-hmm. uh, let's just get a team out there that's not going to be full of 15 and 16 year olds uh, mm-hmm. and, ju- and just see what happens you know adversity is an incredible thing and for a team and a squad like ours that have just been made to, to live through all this, this hardship we keep hearing about, who knows? You know, We might end up absolutely turning Wickham over on Saturday. I mean, I'd be very surprised. I was just going to say that to you, Chris. You know, you were saying that anything's better than last year's group. I mean, the likelihood is, is that we'll end up scraping together the ones that, are, that haven't got a club as of yet. Uh, you know, how, how bothered would you be to see the likes of Will Buckley return? Oh, you know what? I'd, I'd I'd be I'd be absolutely devastated if any of last season's losers came back to us, and that's without exception. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's anybody from last season that covered themselves in even the slightest bit of glory. Um, we we all talk about Gary O'Neill being the player of the season, but let's not pretend that he was anything special. He was just maybe slightly less shit than the other ones. <laughs> Luca Luca Connell as well. Don't get me wrong, looked like a great prospect, but. Did he take any particular game by the scruff of the neck? I don't think he really did. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure he'll do very well at Celtic, though, won't he? What, just yeah, quickly, what, did, what did you make of that move? I, I, hope he has, I hope he has a cracking career, but all I mean by that is that I didn't see necessarily immediately a player in there that would uh, would win games for us on his mm, own, which is, which is what we need now going forward. We've had enough players over the last couple of years, and Buckley being a prime example, just prepared to sit in the background and just take part not to actually go out there and take a game by the scuff of the net. Craig Noon was another one. We need players now to come in with the sort of impact that Henry had a couple of seasons ago. I don't care if it's Billy Clark. I don't care what the names are. I just want someone that comes in and, and looks like on day one, they're mm-hmm. happy to be there. I think maybe it's time that we have some players who Bolton is the pinnacle of the career, not mm-hmm. players that are either on the way down or will never get further than that, like Donaldson or McGuinness, etc. Let's have some players who maybe come up through the lower leagues, maybe a bit older, 26, 27, 28, whatever. Like Thompson, who played for Berry as well. He's probably he's played for Berry in South End. He's never going to get a chance to play for a team uh, with, with the status of Bolton, the facilities that we've got. He'd want to be there, and he'd expect that he'd want to fight to stay there too. So don't give me David Weeter. Don't give me Mark Beavers. <laughs> give me younger, hungrier players who are prepared to fight for their own careers, not with that stability that, that comes from farming down from higher up divisions, and they're just making us feel like we should be grateful to have them there. Fuck that. Let's actually get some proper hard-working players with that kind of desire and that is how we're going to get our way, scramble our way back up this league and survive this season. We're going to have to start to challenge ourselves and stop being so accepting and this absolute meek acceptance mm-hmm. of shit and failure that allows players like Weeter to stay here for so long, players like Buckley to stay here for so long. Good grief. 
Buckley should have been binned <laughs> off after the first game he played for the club. Absolute dog. Yeah. Loads of loads of people like Will Buckley though amongst the people that have left. And thankfully, you know, we've not been able to re-sign them yet. We've given them all every single chance we possibly could to find another club. And I tell you what, the fact that they've all a lot of them haven't sorted themselves out with another club tells Says its own a lot, story, isn't it? Yeah. So <clears throat> the situation going well. going back to the question that you asked me two minutes ago before I started going on about all kinds of different things. Um no, I won't be happy to see any of them, but I understand there's probably a need, and they're probably the easiest ones for now. Yeah. But let's not hope that, that, that it, you know by the time this takeover gets sorted, that their first choice by any stretch of the imagination. We need to move on. No, of course, Tom, as you were just going to say, I think. No, I, ju- I just think Chris, Chris is absolutely spot on when he talks about. I mean, he refers to them as the losers, and I think that is that's a very nice way of referring to them. They should be lucky to be referred to as that based on the rubbish that we watched last year. I mean, we to absolutely no way. Um, Buckley, absolutely no way. I think there's there's an argument for Oz Tuma. There's an, possibly an argument for for Matthews and, and Anik. Um, I'd, I'd I'd get rid of McGinnis if we if because I agree. I think we could find a lot better than that because the only time I've seen McGinnis perform consistently this season is in Northern Ireland shirt, not a Bolton Wanderers shirt. Um, and I, and to be honest, he's he's complete, Chris is completely spot on when he says we need to find a, a kind of player who views Bolton Wanderers as a big big club for them. Because that, that is the kind of player who will perform for us on a regular basis. David Wheat views us as an easy paycheck. Will, will Buckley views us as, as, an, as an easy ride. Now, the, 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 uh, will Buckley situation, the man, the man is consistently, you know, every time he scores a goal, he cups his ear to the fans as if he thinks he's some Billy Big Bollocks who, who's, you know, doing us a favour and shouldn't be booed by us. I'm sorry, the way he's played this season, he's lucky that he even gets on the team sheet. So, no, we don't want any, any anyone like that. He's generally oh. one of the worst players in ball and just history like generally I, I, I refuse the problem is, to the problem underestimate is he, he is, that situation he is and yet and yet he's got a record that makes it look like he's not you know yeah. he seems to pop up with these odd goals where it hits off him from two yards out and therefore you know he's got ended up with five goals or something last season and yet it was absolutely appalling they make him top so, score of that wasn't it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many it was but it was I think what was it QPR it was a yard out Birmingham it was a yard out um, Wigan it was two yards out and Bristol City was it deflected a shot off him. Yeah, there might be I might be missing another one, but you see my point. It's ridiculous that we yeah, allowed someone like that to still be at this club. Absolutely. I, I mean, think an interesting an interesting point about Buckley was the number of games that he actually completed for the club. Um, I, I'm sure I read somewhere last season out of the 90 odd games he'd played for Wanderers, he'd only seen 90 minutes through four or five times. It, ju- it just goes to show that sort of player has absolutely no bearing on a game. Like you said, the only time he has a positive contribution is, is by accident. I certainly won't be hanging my hat on, on the likes of him um, and his cohorts. The odd ones are thankfully been sorted out with another club, but Christ, let's hope the other ones get sorted out quick as well so we can look elsewhere. Yeah, so yeah, I think what you just touched on then, Chris, though, particularly with with getting these proper proper players and, you know, who actually want to play for the play for the club, you know, and I think it's so important just having someone who wants to play for that badge and, and you know, generally having that passion of, of trying to hit Bolton in the prime, you know, and... and you know, sort of seen as, as as the club we once were, and I know that's a bit rich to say so, be, being in, in League One and what have you. But I think just to have players who, who play with a bit of pride would, would not make a would not go amiss whatsoever. Um, of course, we will be, you know, we will be pretty much guaranteed. I think uh, to see these seven players. I'm not sure. We we obviously heard that as a rumour that a couple of them had had another notice in. Whether or not they have, it again remains to be seen. But what from what I understand, we've got Ben Anik, Remy Matthews. Jason Lowe, Ernest Schirmer, Luke Murphy, Josh McGuinness and Connor Hall. So we can expect to see them form the uh, the backbone of that team on Saturday. Of course, I, I would have thought you, we'd be likely to see the likes of Johan Zuma, who's, who's had some good game time 
in pre-season for the youngsters. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is on Harry Brockbank. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you might be able to to, to dip in there, boys. Um, you know, Darcy, Politic, uh, possible couple of other names. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that we won't be too too far off to begin with. You know, even if we just had to settle for that for the first game or so. You know, and then well, we start to bring some players in. But out of contract, but it depends whether they can actually do some sort of short-term contract or maybe see them through. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, issue I, with that registration because I presume if, if, for example, you know, God, you know, God allowing, we have a takeover by tomorrow morning, we can sign players, but they're just not registered in time for the game necessarily. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, boys, we've got a lot, a lot of stuff to to get completed, haven't we? Really, by by Saturday, you know, like you just said, there's registration embargo, there's all that to clear. I mean, yeah, I know it's season the least tickets. of the wor- season tickets, I know it's the least of our worries, it's just popped into my mind, but getting a kit as well, I mean, I know I'm sure that's in a box somewhere, but, you know, it's just it's just ticking boxes and getting all these things through, getting players signed up, and it's a hell of a lot's got to happen, you know. It, it's action stations now, and I would have thought that they'll have people in doing overtime now. You know, some some might even be there as of tonight now, hearing that news, but... You know, you never know. Um, I mean, Chris, th- just thinking of players-wise and people we'd like to see perhaps come back if we're, if we're yet to find a move. I mean, I know you're a massive fan of Zach Clough. Perhaps he might now be tempted. What do you think? Well, you'd, you'd hope that a lot of players like that would be tempted. I mean, those that have left the club in recent years have never really gone on to a great deal of, uh, of success. And so that was always mm. a, a truism. At least 20-odd years ago, when like Sasa Kurtic left. Uh, Alan Thompson as well. I, you know, granted he played for England, but that was that was via a, a long and winding route. Um, Clough was the one that would come to mind purely because I enjoyed watching him play. I know there was a few. He's got a few doubting uh, doubts doubters amongst the fan base. But yeah, I think his particular brand of, uh, of football. He's always on the front foot, always exciting, always attacking. Could definitely be something that I, I, I would want to see, and would be a real antidote to the, to the shit we had to put up with last season. Uh, apart from that, I'm I'm not that desperate for returning heroes to to come back to this. I I think I'm ready for a fresh start. Given what we, we had to put up with last season on and off the field, um, I, I'm disappointed that it's not the manager's not going to have changed by the time the season starts. I don't think that'll necessarily be the case by the time we get to the end of mm-hmm. September. I think he's on on thin ice. I was with, just going to say of supporters yeah. and give it you know. Uh, maybe two or three defeats in the first couple of months of the season might see that move on but it depends what the priorities of the incoming owners are they may see Parkinson as a steady hand to see things through they may not they may have somebody else lined up I mean a report came in that I saw over there Nigel Pearson being being somebody might want I mean bloody hell walk over I mean broken glass just to just to have him at the club I think it'd be, <laughs> it'd be wonderful um, so yeah I, I, I'd be more happy I think on, on, the, on the, the full change front just to allow a breath of fresh air to run through the club like we've just harked back to my previous point yeah. the losers that we've, we've we've had previously the fact we've never really pushed those losers out until we've had no choice um, I, I hope the future's different and we don't repeat the same mistakes we've had in the past Absolutely Tom are you of the same opinion? I think with the, the Parkinson situation we'd all have wanted him to, to leave the club um, you know with all the due respect I still think he, he'd done a, a good job in the time that he'd been there but you know last season was just it made his position untenable regardless of the off-field problems and the biggest issue we're going to encounter as a result of that especially if um, rumours are to be believed and we, we've taken out a loan for the PFA to pay any of our outstanding creditors we're going to need a lot of season ticket sales to get any kind of cash in to be able to pay that back and season ticket sales are going to dip quite considerably, I would imagine, with Parkinson still in charge, regardless of, of the takeover. Um, I don't like his style of play. I don't like the way that he um, ostracises players who could be very useful for the club. 
Um, but I think Chris is right. It's going to be a case of if in the if you know it doesn't start particularly well, and Pearson, I, I you know I don't necessarily like the man, but I, I think he'd be a very good fit for this club and be a good manager to, to give us some kind of stability. If if Parkinson did go and he was available, I, I think we'd have to we'd have to take him. But the, the big the biggest issue for me is is you know fan opinion, and I think football ventures are starting this on the back foot already because of how long this has taken. And keeping Parkinson in charge would is a bad way of getting the fans on side, and I think they're already making a situation worse for themselves than it already is by keeping him on. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it, for me, if I may just say, well, I wonder how they how they pitch it because that that might go some way to reversing that effect. Because yeah, you know, granted, the manager might not be the one that we all want, but if they were to market it in a real kind of siege mentality, backs against the wall, look at what the AFL put us through, look at what the, the punishments we've had, let's all back the boys, that kind of thing. If they, I think if they were to if they were to emphasise that the importance of people purchasing season tickets as, as a way of making the club competitive again, realistically that's the only way it's going to happen. You never know people people's fighting spirit might end up coming back and, and improving things beyond what we may expect. Um, I just think that given nobody knows at this minute in time, I really hope that they've got they've got some sort of proactive marketing campaign. You know, give me all the photographs of the players with the clutching the badge and all that kind of carry on because God knows we all fall for that when it comes when it comes out. Really do think there was a, there's a potential if they, if they pitch it right to have a good year in terms of things like this, regardless of, who, of what we think about the manager. We, yeah. we just need to feel good about the club again. We need we need to stop going to games Definitely. with this mentality of the second we go a goal down, right? That so we might as well go home now. We need we want some you know group of players. But you're right. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're we're all going to criticise them if they start. You know, running over, kissing the badge, and whatever. But at the end of the day, that is what people want to see. They want to see people who actually give a shit. And if they, if they, if and you're right, if they can, if football ventures can get Parkinson to help the players tap into something like that, it will help to dispel some of the doom and gloom around the club. I just remember see, I, all my only point came from seeing a tweet that came out when they said that Parkinson was likely to be in charge of football ventures got the takeover. Almost ninety percent of the replies revolved around, "I'm not renewing my season ticket." The world is a lot bigger than Twitter, though. That, that's all I'd say. And, and there's a, a long and, uh, and devoted fan base there that, you know, it, it would take a lot more than a shit manager in charge for me to not renew my season ticket, for example. And I wonder how much of that, I wonder how much of that is, is simple online posturing. Um, we'll find out in a few days, I guess. Yeah, I was just speaking to a friend about this as well. Just thinking, you know, even if they release them tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever it is, uh, I think we perhaps struggle to, to get, well, I mean, what 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 numbers do you think we'd be sort of pushing? You know, come the first game of the season, really, because I, I I presume there'll be an extended deadline for for the purchases. Obviously, um, I mean, I know a lot of people have been turned off by the fact that you know football venture perhaps taken a lot longer than some would have liked. You know, the kept in the dark for so long, but at the end of the day, does it really matter? Given that, no, I don't think so. You know, it, I, I can't really see many fans, you know, being influenced by that necessarily. So. I, I still, we've probably got a hardcore of, of eight or nine thousand. I, I was going to say, I think we, counts. I think we get to five thousand, perhaps something like that, by well, by, yeah, by uh, a week on you Saturday. You never know. You never know. Even if even if ten or fifteen percent are so are so motivated by the, the the standard of football that we play that they don't they don't renew. That's still probably you know it's only fifteen hundred season tickets we're missing out on. And then all it takes is 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 a positive start, and they'll soon come running back. I mean, flipping heck, it's only football. People want to make that much of a grand statement about it. They'll soon change the tune when we, if we win a few games. Yeah, of course they will. Wow, well, that that was... <laughs> How happy are we that that's just happened? Because 
of all the stuff that we were just about to bore you with, I don't think that's really necessary anymore, is it? Because it's just not really the case of events anymore. I mean, can we afford to get our hopes up now, really? You sound as if we're thinking it could be tomorrow morning. Is that just, do you think, on the basis that, you know, the AFL would only allow it on the basis that it's it's sorted well in advance of Saturday, do you think? Or, or whether they give us a few days to go through with it or what, really? Well, it sounds like we're buried and not messed about and no. gone straight for a, a postponement. So unless they thought it could generally be done, then they wouldn't. They wouldn't have done possibly, it, would they? Possibly, possibly. But I, I think you can only only really assume that the situation there is is far worse than us. Which you know, even damning by faint praise, is, is probably a positive thing that at least things aren't as bad as they are at Bury. Um, the, the amount that if if we borrowed the two million quid as we're rumoured to have done, then. You know, well, we'll worry about that. We'll kick it down the road, and, and we'll see what happens afterwards. Yeah, it's. it's I, I must just say, I, f- I feel so sorry for Barry really, because the, the state of affairs there must just be absolutely shocking, as you say. And you know, the EFL have done absolutely nothing to help that, and you know, to to give them punishment like that. I, I mean, it must be a, a, upon some sort of rule, you know, in the fact that they they're obviously not able to to fulfil that fixture upon something which which, which probably beyond our knowledge. Um, but the, but the fact that on on the outside it seems as if you know they're they're partly to, to to be blamed for for their situation at the minute to then just punish them or sort of off limits is it's it's pretty extreme isn't it really unless they think it genuinely worthy which they must do but it's it's hard to put into words what, what my opinion of the AFL is really you know I mean Chris I'm sure you'll do a better job of me because otherwise I'll just go off the rails if I do. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's certainly not. There's certainly nobody's favourite, are they? And, no, and I, know I appreciate it's probably it's a thankless task being in charge of the game. But they, they've contradicted themselves over the last six months anyway. With their, even their own definition of what their role is in all this, they're not. If they're there just to organise the fixtures, who are they then to dish out punishment? Who are they then to be the right people to deem who's a fit and proper person? Yeah, I just think it's it's, an, it's a faceless organisation, regardless of who they, they appoint as as. Uh, as chief exec, and their credibility couldn't be any lower. I think with ninety nine percent of the EFL fans of the EFL clubs, Premier League, nobody they don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. That's not the world we live in. But at our level, I, I, their, their their name is mud, and I, I can't see that changing anytime soon. No, absolutely. I, th- I think you know even now we're possibly in the clear. You know, I think that the, the view will be maintained on on the EFL and, and their you know lack of authority, if you like, and. I'm trying to keep it PG here, really, but it's it's just absolutely blowing my mind what what they're so quite cap- obviously incapable of uh, of just keeping you know a, a league in, in in order. You know how difficult can it be, really? And to claim that you're just a governing body is just it, I just absolutely lost my head when I heard that. It, it's absolutely ridiculous the fact that they they're refusing to take any responsibility for anything that's happened um, when it when it's quite clearly. Oh, Sort of on on their behalf, really. It's it's a shocking state of events. So, um, anyway, should, should we make it a bit more upbeat? Wickham preview, sort of. So we we've done on the team a little bit. I'm I'm sure we'll be followed in great numbers on the basis that a takeover will be done. Um, sort of match predictions, score predictions. What what do we think? I think we need to know a team first. But the th- but the thing is with 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 Wickham, they've obviously got. Uh, they know this level. They know what is required to be relatively successful at this level. They've got a good manager, uh, and obviously they've got Akin Femmer up front, who's a difficult customer for whoever's going to be playing centre half. I think you know if if 
you know, Chris will hate me for saying this, but if we do re-sign Wita, Wita versus Akin Fem was going to be a, a complete mismatch. I can I can see that happening. Zuma versus Akin Fem. You're very slow, Matt. Well, yeah, well, obviously, but Zuma versus Akin Fem, I think we we could be a, a battle that we win. Um, they've they've signed obviously Jack Grimmer, uh, who we who we supposedly had a look look at, who's by all accounts a good defender, but. I think if we can put out the side that we seem to be playing in the in the behind closed doors friendlies, we're including the trialists that we've had. You know the likes of Conway, um, Daniel Lafferty. Um, there are names that um, Thompson that you mentioned before. Their names that are escaping me. That looked like a half decent league one side. So regardless of them not playing with each other that much, I think we could give a decent fist to it. But away game with Bolton Wanderers, if we got a draw, I'd be very very happy. Um, so I'll, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I mean, that absolute delight with a draw myself. If I, I just just crack on, will apologies. Uh, a, a draw would be magic. I mean, I, I joke. I, I mean, I, I have put twenty quid on us to win with Sky Bet because the odds <laughs> are absolutely ridiculous, and you never quite know. But yeah, give me a give me a nil nil all day long. On the basis we can get a, a relatively decent squad together in the in the first couple of games, do you think we can we can be sort of afforded a bit of a honeymoon period now, or do you think it's just time to crack on and and just focus on on. Know, getting these points back on the board and and, and just doing yeah. as best we can regardless as, of, of as the situation. The really, done, as soon as the takeover's done and as soon as the season starts, then no, there is no goodwill. You no. Know that it's all about staying up. Absolutely. Even if it's, even if, it, if it's a hopeless task, we still need to show at least a little bit of gumption and a little bit of fight along the lines of, the, of, of what last season's losers had absolutely none of. So that's the most important thing to me. Yeah, we may well go down, but let's go down swinging. Yeah, I, I hope so. You know, it, it, it's obviously just going to be a battle of survival now, isn't it? Really, and and I, I, you you would have thought that now, on the basis that it, it will take an upturn now, you would have thought that we'd be able to to to, to do that. But I mean, you, like you said, you, you've been looking on Skybet and whatever, and the chances of survival obviously very slim. Perhaps up until until tonight, when the odds might change a little bit. But um, you, you know, can, can you see us surviving realistically? Do you think we'll, we'll be well involved in a relegation scrap, or do you think, like some of our more optimistic fans are saying, we'll just have to win the league by 123 points instead? <coughs> James Jarvis, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Was that for me, that one, Will? Sorry, you broke up. Well, just either of you, really, you know, as to what you think our position will be like come, come May, really. I'd be happy being one point above the team that finishes in 21st or whatever it is. No, uh, no, no designs on promotion. No designs on any, any sort of ridiculousness about that. Let's just let's see how things things pan things pan out, uh, and hopefully it's nothing like last season because that last season was quite possibly the, the most miserable I've ever experienced. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we can't obviously get too carried away, but I think it, it, it's time for us to perhaps take our foot a little bit off the gas. Well, not not well, not football ventures, but I suppose we can. A bit now, you know, and, and sort of look forward to to the game on Saturday. Should should it go ahead as, as planned? And um, yeah, it, it's 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 more encouraging to say it the least, isn't it? Really. So um, yeah, I mean, positivity goes a long way. We've not had any anything for a, for a long, long while. It feels like on our on our off the pitch. So yeah, even if even just got the you know a, a fighter's chance, then that's that's better than what we had last year. Yeah, of course it is, and I, I don't know if you just want, wanted to touch on anything else particularly. You know, now now we've sort of covered that and, and had that news, or you know whether we just wanted to chat, you know, podcast in general, season in general. You know, I, I know we we classified this on Twitter as a, as a season review, as a, as opposed to you know what's gone on recently and, and just the first game of the season. You know, we've given our predictions as to where do you think we'll finish and what have you. Um, I know I know you said on Parkinson earlier. As a general uh, consensus, do you think you'll be in charge by Christmas? Is that an absolute no, or 
Do you think there's a possibility chance of it? Because that mean I mean that things have gone well. But yeah. I, I just think that he's he's lost all his credit in the bank from the previous season. So if if we start poorly, then I, I think it would be amazing if he was in charge by Christmas. If we start poorly, but let's hope that's not that's not the case because that will mean at least we're, we're being successful or that our expectations have reached a, a sort of moderately sensible level. Yeah, no, of course. I I I agree completely that if you know he is there, then obviously it means we've started well, and that's something to be happy about. But. You know, I, th- I think we can be happy either way because we're, we're, we're delighted that there's going to be a potential change in the club's hierarchy in the in the club's players. I think a fresh start is only a fresh start if it's all round, and um, I think I think Parkey's it's probably better for him to be, to be going at this point. I, I don't think he'll struggle to find a club. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of you know negativity around him being at the club, and it's probably not a particularly great position to hold at this point. So no. I think either regardless of what happens, whether we have a good start and he stays, or we have a bad start and he goes, I think we can we can have a reasonable outlook either way. Absolutely, I think I think it's it's time that you know we, we we're afforded a little bit of excitement and we can sort of just look forward to to the season ahead now. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to cover or touch on? But before we before we close or. You know, is there anything else you, you wanted to uh, to remind the good people of it regarding the podcast or the site or anything like that? Hopefully, we're yeah, I'm sure we'll be getting things back up and running as usual now. Uh, but Chris, you know, is there any promo work you want to do, particularly or Tom even? Uh, I just want to just hopefully point out the fact that things can change so quickly in football, as we know. You know, it doesn't seem that long ago that we were a Premier League club and a stable Premier League club. Now, obviously, not proposing that that's going to be. The, that sort of level anytime soon mm. but things can change really really quickly so I, I just think it's important that when whenever news of the tickets comes out everyone has the same opinion yeah you might not like the manager you might not like the players but ultimately people bleat on all day long about these stupid once in never out and will watch you from the, the pavements and all that shit just mm. ridiculous platitudes but if people truly believe that then this is the this is the test yeah. putting money behind putting money behind a club doesn't matter if it's successful doesn't matter if you know the players who are playing doesn't matter if they're 15 or 25 the point remains so let's just see how many people have the courage of the convictions and uh, and back the boys in that way yeah of course it's just about pulling together now isn't it really and i'm I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll be backing that in the form of of reporting things and what have you now as well um tom any, any any final thoughts I completely agree. I, th- I think we should get as many fans to Wickham as we possibly can. If I believe what is it, the allocation was um, one thousand eight hundred or something like that, let's try and fill that out. Let's let's you know show that you know this this club is back. This club is is backed heavily by the by the fans, and uh, we're not going to just sit and let it stagnate in League One. We we really want to give a fighting chance. We want to get behind the players, whoever those players may be, whoever the manager might be. I think I think Chris is absolutely spot on. We we used to be a real proper football club. And I think if we continue to get behind this side, there's every chance that that could happen again. Portsmouth are on their way back. Sheffield United have made their way back. Why, there's no reason why, with a good support, that we can't do the same thing. Exactly. Up the whites. <laughs> right. Up uh, the whites, indeed. OK, well, I think that's it. That's probably a good, a good place to finish there. I'm glad we, 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 we're back and we've had that chat. And, and glad things took a bit of an upturn, really, you know, relatively early on. You know, and we've now got something to look forward to, as opposed to just continuing to be really depressed about the state of affairs. So uh, yeah, so thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Of course, you can find us all on, on the usual platforms on the Land of Venus Week website. You can find this podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review, five stars, and nothing less. 
Um, gents, do you want to pl plug anything personally at all? Chris, I know you're not on many social media platforms, but you, you know, you're welcome to, to put anything out there if you'd like to. I can I can just tell you that I'm going on my holidays on Sunday. You had to mention it, didn't you? Yeah, I knew you'd be yeah. able. To, whether we, I'm, I'm going away, so enjoy England, mate. I'm going away. Thanks, mate. Thanks Chris very much. Be a Wickham plastic fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. Away games are for losers. I didn't want to mention it, but I thought when we were going to go through all the stuff that's happened over the summer, I knew you were going to get it in there somewhere that you'd either been away or were going away. And there it is. I thought I just got away with it. Every oh, also, I'd like to clarify that when Chris says that away games are for losers, he means Bolton Wanderers players who can't win away to save their lives. Not yeah, fans, and, fans and you and James Jarvis. Oh, there's no need for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell Lobs back when Chris starts handing out comments like that to me and James. Bless you both. <laughs> Tom, plug yourself. Uh, people who have me on Twitter know where to find me. I think it's TJ44Rico. I don't actually know myself because I, I hardly ever tweet, but. You know, follow the site. The site's the most important thing. Of course it is. And you can follow me at WI1LJ. Not that you'd want to, because I tweet utter shite. That's it. That covers everything. So I think I think we can safely say Bob Wanderers is back. Lani Vienna is back. Lani Vienna Sweet Podcast is back. Stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening. Set la vie.